Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to talk Tigers football with Gabe Diarmid on PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. James Carlton will donate $20 to the Mizzou NIL Collective for every quote they give you when you say 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Blue Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you. Top of the hour. Lots of Cardinal playoff discussion. We did it all in the first segment. We got more coming up in the next segment. In this segment, it is our pleasure to talk Missouri football, Missouri, and the Florida Gators tomorrow at the Swamp with Gabe Yarman of PowerMizzou.com, presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. He is my insurance agent, 314-961-4800 to go online at CarltonInsurance.net. Good morning, Colonel. What's going on, Tim? How are you? I am wonderful. Are you headed to the swamp? I am not. Um, we have somebody heading there. It just isn't me. Mr. Hamilton? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's he's going down today. Uh, Gainesville is by far the worst trip in the SEC from here. It's uh, it, it's really not easy at all. So I, I've, driv- I've driven down there a couple of times. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, it's, it's, on, it's on my way to Jupiter, and when I get okay. there, I feel like I'm almost, I'm almost home. And so, that's, that's, and I stop, and I look at the swamp, and I think, wow, this, this would be a hell of a place to see a game. I've never seen a game. Have you seen, have you seen Missouri play there yet? I'm sure you have. Yeah, I've been there two or three times. It's, it's interesting because, you know, since Missouri joined the league, Florida's been down a little bit, and most of it, I feel like most of the games that have been played there have been noon kickoffs, and it's just not. It, Tennessee's the same way. It, it seems like a place that would be great to see a game if that fan base was fully energized and into their team. That just hasn't been the case. With, like I'd like to see a big game down there, but right. the games that Missouri's played down there have largely been daytime crowd kind of filters in as they go there's 20,000 empty seats and it's just not it's not that kind of atmosphere so I you know I'm sure that it can be a great place to see a game it just hasn't been what I've been sure no I understand that well this one uh, probably won't uh, have the greatest of atmospheres (laughs) either I know they're not real high on what they have going on at the moment in Florida and Missouri isn't exactly a headline attraction despite captivating the country last night for a few hours last week for a few hours now this is this to me is the key on the conversation for this game and you may disagree but I want to get your perspective on Dominic Lovett's health and where he stands uh, not just for for this week uh, and anything you have new on that and then also how Missouri may handle him next week because right now he strikes me as uh, not only the best but one of the only weapons on the Missouri offense. Yeah, he is the passing game at this point. He was listed, I think, as questionable on the injury report last night. I think he'll play. Um, Now, will he be 100%? Will he be everything he has been? I don't know. But even if he's 
80% and just serves as, hey, you've got to respect that this guy's out here. Maybe that helps free up Burden or, uh, you know, Toski Dove or somebody else. I I think we'll see him out there because I I think Missouri knows how big this game is. Um, And and so him and Chris Abrams' drain on the defensive side, I I don't really know uh, uh, his situation, whether he's going to play or not. But those are two of Missouri's top three overall players, in my opinion. And so, yeah, that's a, a huge difference, uh, whether you have neither, either, or both of them. I want to get your perspective on this, because you were covering the team when um, Missouri, and if, I, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I'm virtually certain you were covering the team when Missouri nearly beat Vince Young in Texas nearly two decades ago at this point. where You were covering the team then, right? Yeah. Okay. Would, that, would that have been 2004, maybe? 2004, I believe, is when it was. Okay. And that's when Gary Pinkle yeah. kind of uh, famously yeah. said there are no moral victories. Um, and so I, I wanted to compare and contrast, because you've now covered both head coaches and both rosters, after they nearly pulled off uh, an upset. And I think the, I think the Missouri-Georgia one was closer to being um, pulled off than than the Texas one, but they just kept it close with Vince Young and the Texas Longhorns. So um, compare and contrast Gary Pinkle's reaction to that and Eli Drinkwitz, and then compare and contrast, if you can recall, the roster's reaction to to it, if you could. I'm, this, this is more out of curiosity, and then how things played out going forward. We know the history of the 2004 team, but I'm curious uh, what that was and then uh, what you saw this week, Gabe. Yeah, I, you know, that, that 2004 game honestly doesn't really stick out to me as, as I remember a whole bunch of things about it. I mean, I, I'll trust you that Texas was number one in the country then. I don't, didn't really remember I, I didn't that. I did say okay. that. I just know that the, I know that's uh, okay. the one where Pinkle said there are no moral victories. Whatever right. game it was, 04, 05, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The 02 Oklahoma game, you know, was the one where, uh, Brad Smith almost beat number one or number two Oklahoma all by himself, and and that one was was maybe kind of similar to this Georgia game. Um, and then 2010, obviously they beat number one Oklahoma, and, and then proceeded to lose the next weekend in Lubbock and lose the following weekend in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, to to not even end up making the Big 12 title game, and that is kind of where you look at just the emotional toll that it takes on a team to get up for the number one team in the country and pour everything into it and play with them toe-to-toe. Now, in 2010, Missouri did that and pulled it off and couldn't come back the next week and match that effort. Yeah, against Nebraska, right? Yeah, my thought about this this week is, okay, you poured everything into winning this SEC road game at Auburn and just – absolutely got your guts pulled out and then you somehow managed to get it back together and put everything you have into you know hanging with the best team in the country for 55 minutes and that didn't pay off and so are you capable of doing it again you know can you can you pull yourself back together and I it's not going to take the same effort to beat Florida that it would have taken to beat Georgia but it is going to take a good representative effort. And can Missouri do that a third week in a row? Or are we going to see a little bit of wind out of the sails and and maybe a, a little bit of a play down to the competition and, and flatter team than we've seen? Uh, Colonel, uh, I know you like to, uh, maybe you don't like to, but you do uh, give predictions. <laughs> and I know you have the prediction yeah. contest on Power Mizzou. What are your expectations tomorrow in Gainesville? 
I mean, nothing will really surprise me because I don't think Florida. I don't think we know what either one of these teams is. I mean, I think we saw close to Florida ceiling and beating Utah in Week One when Anthony Richardson's, you know, at least initials were carved on the Heisman Trophy, if not his full name. Uh, and, and they haven't really matched that since, and they could easily be one and four. Missouri, I think we saw their ceiling last week or close to it, but they're they're still sitting two and three. I just. I, I can't get past the idea that, that I have a hard time seeing this Missouri team getting up emotionally for a third straight week. I, I just think we see something a little bit less than we saw last week, and it's enough for Florida to win by about a touchdown. All right, the Colonel's taking Missouri in the points. But Florida on the money line, Jackson. I, I am a stellar one and four. Robust. So you should definitely uh definitely take my advice. I had Missouri money line last week, Colonel. I I did take Missouri on yeah. the money line. How'd that work out? Well, don't worry. <laughs> How are the sports? How are the sports going? Good, huh? <laughs> yes, they were great. Yep. And I could yep. never find a spot to hedge the bet. So, yes, you're exactly right. It went subpar. It went subpar. Yeah. Uh, Gabe DeArmond, you can read him and uh, his coverage of Missouri football at powermazoo.com. Brought to you every week here on 101 ESPN by James Carlton. Colonel, we appreciate it. Enjoy the festivities this week weekend all right thanks guys there he is gabe yarman of power mizzou brought to you by james carlton